What is up, Fazed and friends? Welcome to the podcast. I am Mr. Buffy, and once again, I am here with my best friend in the entire oh, thank world. Thank you so Ms. much. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. That is so nice of you <laughs> to to say. Thanks so much. Uh, no, sorry, <laughs> sorry. I I was talking about Mr. Sprong. Like I know, I just no. you're my best friend in the whole world, and it really just makes me happy to hear that reciprocated. You guys so, truly are. You. Listen, though, you guys truly are best friends. You guys go on trips together. You guys have a lot of great memories. And when I picture, like, two of the best friends that I know, you guys are often holding hands and spreading flowers. Yeah, that Portland trip was great. I mean, I, yeah, I can't man. think of many people I'd take a trip with that we, did, we didn't get in one single argument that whole trip. We got along fantastic. It was great. Yeah, I've heard so was. much. It actually worked. It, it was actually a good trip. Like you, the, the one, the weirdest thing we had probably encountered was the the person at Jack in the Box. <laughs> oh my gosh! Just, just cleaning yelling. the bathroom, and he, the other the burger person's yelling at him because she's backed up. Oh, it was. I was like, "Welcome to America." <laughs> yeah, that Jack in the Box was wild. There was just this oh. lady, and she was yelling at all of her employees. It was. Oh, it was fantastic. wild. No, I. Everyone was yelling at everybody. It was. Where was that? Was that in Spokane or was that Coeur d'Alene? I don't know. It, I think oh. it was Coeur d'Alene. It was like the first stop in the states, but uh, the chimney just, of Idaho. Exactly. I've been, it, I've been to Detroit many times, and Spokane is the worst place in the world I've ever been. It's Spokane's <laughs> horrendous. It's not ideal, but I will give the United States of America this. Every fast food restaurant they have there, they have those pick your own Coca Cola things, and that's oh, yeah, fantastic. Buddy. That's oh, Coke choice. choice. <laughs> Unbelievable. You can, do you know you can make orange diet Mountain Dew? Gross. That's nasty. Just, just, just Mountain Dew, except Baja you know Blast. That's the ba- only... Based off that comment right there, White, uh, Spronk, you're still my best friend in the whole wide world. So, <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> okay, well, fair yeah, enough. Tie Mountain Dew. Throw it back. Yeah, throw it back on my resume. I've actually heard so much about that Portland trip, though. I feel like I was on it. I just tell people I was there. It was a, yeah, it was hey, a wonderful it was, trip. It was, it was perfect yeah, pace. Like, like we, yeah, we biked all over the place. That was great. Hey, White. Uh, White took me to a Jack in the Box this year in San Diego. I gotta say, I it was uh, walked- highly highly overrated. Oh, it's horrifically yeah, but, overrated. But they have they have okay tacos. Actually, they're monster tacos or whatever. Are pretty tacos? good tacos. Okay, well, yeah. if you're getting tacos at the Jack in the Box, that's a whole other problem. <laughs> yeah. but anyways, but you know what? That that trip in a nutshell was we did we did great things. We first off drove, which is like yep. some people's minds like, what you drove to Portland? That's crazy. But the whole purpose behind it is we saw Portland, Portland, Rip City, right? Uh, we saw probably the best basketball game of the year. And yep. then all because of the broken fib tip. Oh, the, the broken tib fib, man. That was fantastic. I'm just staring you at that. You know what? I, I actually – I'm like engaged. This is actually a really good story is uh, we were there and one of the players broke his his fib tip. So the two kind of the lower – the two lower bones in your leg, he just completely snapped them as half. So his, his leg was like – the bottom half of his leg was at like a 90-degree angle because oh, it was broken. So like everybody in the arena is like, oh, my gosh, people are covering their eyes gasping even me i'm kind of like oh that's really yeah. gross and i look over at buffy and buffy's like leaning in and he's like squinting his eyes he's like he's like that's a tip fib 
That's a that's crazy. I've never seen one of those in real life. That's insane. He was losing his mind. Yeah, I, got, I, got some, I got some looks from some people. I'm not gonna lie, but yeah. Oh yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. But why you don't keep sports performance? That's a sports performance story for the ages. Yeah. Yeah. Just nerding out. And then sports to, pro. just the cherry on top. It went to double overtime. It was fantastic. Yeah. The Blazers really won. Game, right? The Blazers. Uh, yeah, they did. Trailblazers won. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They defeated the Brooklyn Nets and. Yeah. Damian Lillard is amazing, man. Watching that guy live, yeah. well, that was a treat. Agreed. And then, the like, just add more craziness to the mix. We drive to Seattle. Uh, well, we drove to Cannon Beach where we saw that dog run off. So if you listen to a couple podcasts, the dog ran off. <laughs> guys, 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 I have big news, and this literally just came on my phone. This is not staged. Vizette and Friends has been approved for Apple Podcasts in real time. Yeah, boy. Hey. What's We're the what's the show. okay? What's the over under on our uh, on our listenership going up? Well, we had twenty eight last episode, so I'm I'm shooting. We're gonna get back into the fifties. I think I want to say your podcast has been improved. Approved. You should expect it to see it on the iTunes Store within the next few hours. Nice. Oh, so how much? Guys. How much are they paying us? How much money are we get? Nothing. We're we're sponsored uh, by Dollar Shave Club. No. You know what? We could we could monetize this podcast, but I I it's against. I, I don't know if that would. Yeah, I don't know if that's ethically sound. Exactly. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, um, uh, yeah, we do have an short, interview to get to here. <laughs> I know, but I want to finish this Seattle story. The Seattle story, like we saw Macklemore. We went to opening day in Seattle and we saw Macklemore. Yeah. Like he performed we three within, songs. We, he was wearing we a were Ken like Baby junior coat. It was unreal. We were, Within like ten feet of him, and we were like, yeah. "Hey, Macklemore's here." You're like, and I'm like, "The Buffy, you want to go watch Macklemore?" He's like, "Yeah, man, let's go watch Macklemore." We just watched a Macklemore concert. It was so crazy. It was unreal. What? I caught a ball. What? It was great. What's that baseball song he has? That he has that baseball song, and you can actually hear radio. Yeah, he does all that. Well, it's that. not the baseball song. It's a song about Seattle. City, and it has yeah. a bunch yeah, of no, it's all about the Mariner drops in it. Yeah, but it's no, it's, it is about the Mariners. It's all about the Mariners run in whenever before they took off yeah. to Florida. Yeah, I, I'm not. I, I I know what you're talking about, Spronk. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, it's a great song. I wish they'd make more of those. Like make like a Bulls one. Make like an Oilers, like an old Oilers. And I think it's called the Town. Clips yeah. from the isn't it? Is it my city? Uh, I, yeah, my I, city. I think, yeah, I think that my is city it. or the town. Um. Oh, Buffy also got a foul ball, or no? He yeah. didn't. It wasn't a foul no, ball. I, I a got player. a home run ball. Uh, no, sorry, I was a batting practice ball that Rick. Uh, I want to say Rick Porcello. Yeah, I think it was Rick Porcello. He caught it and then threw it up to me in the stands. And we sat beside a guy who had a leopard fez on. It was great. <laughs> it was <laughs> wild. Anyway, season ticket holders. Um, White mentioned it earlier. We do have an awesome interview today. Uh, Miss Letursky's on the podcast. And uh, if you know Miss Letursky, she's a student service guru, but also is the lead on grad exec. So uh, the interview kind of talks about grad this year and what's it going to look like. And she also even talks about grad next year that it's already being planned. So um, should we jump into that interview? Here it is. We have an amazing interview this week, and we're going to jump right into it. I want to introduce Miss Letursky. How's it going? Welcome to the Fazed and Friends podcast. Hi, everyone. Hi, Mr. Buffy. Thanks for having me on today. I'm 
excited, nervous, a little bit surprisingly to do this, but uh, looking forward to chatting about student services and grad, my life right now, basically. Yeah, is it uh, is it kind of taking up everything? Uh, yes, pretty much. I would say so. Wait, did you mean grad or did you mean student services or both? Grad, sorry, grad, grad. Uh, grad, yes. It is definitely kind of taking up life right now, um, which is okay. It's good. Like, I mean, I wouldn't do it if I didn't like doing grad. Um, but with all the changes right now, it's definitely turned into something very different than I expected when we started this year, than we all expected. So um, it's taking a lot of research and a lot of planning and a lot of Google Docs to make happen right now. Nice. Yeah. So like how deep just when COVID hit, just how deep into grad planning were you? Like how much did you have to just take what you already had planned and completely flip it around? Ooh, that's a really good question. Um, well, to give you a sense of that, I guess I can tell you that what I've also been doing lately is I've already been selecting dates for grad 2021. So planning for grad starts liter for next year starts literally before the grad for this year has even happened. Um, so that is, so I've been working on our grad 2020 since February of 2019. Um, so then pretty much, uh, like all of the details of like booking the, the Jubilee and the expo, like all of that was taken care of a long time ago. Um, the, like the day that we found out that school was not coming back two days after that was supposed to be our food tasting to like pick the whole menu for banquet and all of that. So, I mean, we're pretty far along and they basically just all got scrapped because as soon as you know that, like, I mean, once bikeathon was canceled, we knew that grad was probably not too far behind given the size of the event. So, yeah. Uh, I'm assuming it's fair to say that this year is a lot harder to uh, plan than, than last year's. Yeah, for sure. Just because we don't like, nobody's ever done it before. So it's not like there's any sort of reference that you can go to. Like traditional grad ceremonies have been happening forever. So there's lots of ideas on how to do that. Lots of resources. Um, even just within our school, there's lots of uh, information. And I've been doing it for, this is my fourth year at SCONA, my fifth year overall. I did it a year at Lillian as well. So like, I even know a lot about doing it that way, but I've never done it this way. So that's totally new. Also, the time frame is really turn is a lot shorter. Like, I mean, it's I, you only have three months to turn it around and make it happen. And plus, then the realities of uh, like the pandemic and what's even allowed and not allowed have been changing, like seemed like almost daily for a while there. So even once I like we'd have like one idea and think like, OK, that's really great. And then there'd be announce an announcement the next day that would make that idea impossible. So you, it's like really hard to plan ahead right now, too, which is really tough when you're trying to come up with a event like grad. Um, sorry, I just want to kind of you you mentioned it earlier and I, I want to figure out how we we can get into this as a podcast. Uh, you said that it was a couple days before the food tasting um, one. Yeah. Uh, how do you get involved in the food tasting? Because I would love to. I know Spronk and White would definitely be a valid choice for that. And 
what do what do you taste like do they just lay stuff out you got what do you got like you just have yeah. everything. Sounds amazing yeah it does it sounds unreal yeah like literally best field trip to plan as a teacher and to attend as a student and a teacher so i mean but the only way you get to come is if you decide to join the grad executive and help me plan it then you can come all you want <laughs> but it is the best like basically you go to expo and they set out um, their entire menu. So the entire, every single possible dish that you can pick, they make a whole oh buffet. My gosh. Oh. And then you get to go and like, you get to taste every single possible dish that we could have at grad. And then we decide what we're going to eat. So it is awesome. So anybody oh. listening in grade 10 or 11, if that sounds amazing to you, you should apply to be on the grad exec because it is a hundred percent a highlight of it. <laughs> Yeah. Do it for the food tasting. I think uh, I think we figured out our one of our future episodes. Maybe the podcast, if we're still on by then. Maybe next year we'll uh, we'll accompany you and just record a podcast for that. Live That'd food tasting. Yeah, I'm live so, food yeah, tasting. I'm into that. Yeah, it would uh, sound out. amazing. <laughs> I only eat for performance, so not taste. Bro, I'm out. I'll let we, you, you know. For we were talking about doing. <laughs> What? I don't even know what that means, Spronk. We were talking about doing a uh, talking about doing a pop bracket. Maybe we should taste the pop live on the podcast. Do a live pop tastings. Ooh, I, we could do that. Yeah. I, Although I, some of those pops we have on there are pretty exotic. It might be hard to get in these uh, different times. I'm into a live soda tasting. Actually, I'd be I'd be that. Remember the Pepsi Coke challenge? That was the best. Yeah. Um, pretty awesome. You you mentioned it earlier as well. Obviously, you, you did your little shameless plug for grad committee. But how do kids like if you are grade 10, 11, how do so going into next year? Is it like the first day of school kind of thing? Or is it halfway through the year? Like, how do you get involved? Yeah, uh, pretty close. We usually um, open up applications uh, about halfway through September. So I'll usually have a meeting uh, where you can come and learn a bit more about um, how to apply, what it looks like, what the different positions might be. Um, so you come to that meeting, ask your questions, get all the information, uh, submit an application. Uh, then there's an interview process. Um, pretty much everybody who applies gets an interview. So you get a chance to talk about why you want to be involved. And then um, we pick from there and we we start working right away uh, in first semester um, with some of those like bigger picture details. Uh, but it's definitely the kind of thing that ramps up in second semester. So if you're really passionate about being involved with grad, uh, just something to consider uh, how you set up your extracurricular activities, that sort of thing, to make sure you've got time in second semester, because that's when we really have to uh, get lots of work done and spend more time on it. But yeah, it's a great opportunity to, to get involved with your graduating class. And um, I think that most kids who've done it really enjoy it. So yeah. Thanks. Well, you're Probably going to get at least 25 uh, applicants next year based off our listeners. Fantastic. <laughs> every single one of them. Well, yeah, every now single... that the food tasting is yeah. out there, now that cool. they know yeah, about that, true. I feel like that's a yeah. well-kept secret. Now it's out there. To all 25 uh, of your listeners. Yeah. <laughs> oh, with 25. Hey, last week we were talking about under 10, so we're, uh, We've jumped. we're, we're getting a little bit more... Getting a little bit more optimistic over here. Yeah, let's not get too uh, excited. Let's assume one third of those are graduates. So, <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah. Last week I did find out that two were actual graduates. So, <laughs> um, so the biggest question I've been getting from people about grad, and this is even people outside Skona, just like my friends talking to me, are like, 
just in a nutshell, what is grad going to look like? Like, what is what is it going to be like? Like, what what can students expect? Like, as far as what we know right now. Yeah, for sure. Um, so basically what we know for sure right now is you're going to receive like a grad to go box and in your box, there's going to be, uh, your certificate portfolio grad photo, like you would have received when you walked across the stage. Um, it's going to include a gift from the school, um, messages from your admin, uh, your teachers, uh, things like that. Um, and you're going to get your grad cap and 2020 tassel as well. Um, then the, we're hoping, and we're, this is still in the works, we're still working out the details, but we're pretty hopeful at this point in time that we're going to have some sort of grad parade uh, that will be kind of uh, spread out over about three or four days at the end of June, um, where you'll be able to come to school in a vehicle and uh, get your box wave to some teachers who are there, uh, maybe get a quick photo in front of the school, like in your car or something. We're still working out details on how we can make sure we're following all the guidelines and stuff. Um, but just a way to kind of like drive through. So I guess you could call it like drive through grad. You'll pick up your box. You'll get all, have all that kind of opportunity um, to see each other. I would encourage people to like decorate their cars, dress up. If you want to wear your grad stuff, like why not? And like, that would be pretty cool. Um, so you get a chance to kind of see your classmates at least and like kind of wave goodbye to school because I know that, I mean, the day, the last day that you actually spent at school, like nobody knew that that was going to be their last day of grade 12, right? So um, I think that would be a kind of a cool opportunity. So those are the two portions that we're working on. Um, then we're, we're also going to have um, a grad ceremony and the ceremony will be on uh friday june 26th at 7 p.m um, and it's going to be a live stream from school and it's going to be uh pretty much like an abbreviated commencement ceremony so you're going to hear mr vangenhoven you're going to hear your valedictorians your honorary presidents um possibly some performances class historian um, there's signups for auditions on our Google classroom. If, uh, if you're interested in being a class historian or, um, performing in some way, we've got like the cool thing about doing it this way is we actually have some flexibility with that. So, um, whatever those performances look like, like we've got an opportunity to be pretty creative with that and like cut it into the live stream in different ways. So, um, that'll be available for everyone to kind of tune into that evening. It's also going to be recorded. So if that evening doesn't work for you, you'll be able to watch it later. Um, and then the other part that's going to go into this is um, our grad video. So the grad video has been like in the works since the beginning of September. So we've already got a bunch of footage of all the events that happened this year. Um, and then this year, it's going to be a little bit different in that we're going to have an opportunity for any grade 12s who are interested to be interviewed to be in the video to kind of talk about what this experience has been like, talk about their grade 12 year. Um, and then they can also choose to submit some of their own footage from home to be kind of cut into that. And then our videographers are going to be on site for the drive through grad and everything. So then we'll take all that footage together and that all gets cut into the video in the end. And then everybody gets access to download that um, as many times as you want. And it'll probably be part of our live stream in, in some way as well. They're also going to include footage from your grade 11 and 10 years too. So you'll get to kind of like relive all of high That's school cool. through that. Yeah. So 
those are kind of what we're working on right now. We're also putting together um, a slideshow. So every grad has an opportunity to submit a personalized slide with like baby photos, quotes, whatever they want. Um, then we're going to go in and add the their grad photo. And then uh, that's going to be all cut together with like a really special audio track. Um, and that'll be available for all grads to download as well. So it's kind of what it's in the works for now. All subject to change, but that's what we're working on right now. That's, that sounds awesome. Actually, that like, this is the first I've kind of heard of it. And that's, that sounds really cool. Like that's, I think what kids would want. And I know, I know you're not going to please every kid, right? There's probably going to be a few kids out there like, well, I bought my dress. I want to show it off, but it sounds like you're giving them an opportunity to, to do that. Right. Even if it's just through a drive-through or anything like that. Uh, Hey Kelsey, I'm assuming with the grad this year, you're probably looking at um, less of a budget. I'm not sure how the budget works for that, but I know with government cutbacks, uh, everybody's missing some money. I'm assuming you guys are struggling too. Yeah. Budget grad budget is an interesting thing because, um, tip in a typical year grad is funded, uh, exclusively based on ticket sales. Um, so everybody buys a ticket for a commencement and banquet and that's what funds our entire budget. Uh, so this year, um, since we aren't selling tickets for anything, uh, the school has actually really generously offered to like absorb our grad costs, um, just as kind of, um, I don't know, a gesture of goodwill and congratulations to our grad class. But um, going forward next year, it's it's tough. Like, I don't know what it's going to look like. And um, grad does get expensive. I'm not... I, like, I know that it, it gets expensive for sure, but it is an expensive thing. Like you throw a, a banquet for 1200 people, anyone who's planned a wedding will tell you that that's an expensive thing. So it's a tough part of it. I think that's my least favorite part about grad budget. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Well, you know what? A drive through grad where you drive through and pick up a box full of goodies. That sounds right up White's uh, Taco Bell Love and Alley. Yeah. <laughs> so he'd probably prefer that grad. So if you could do it next year, White's. Yeah, he, he probably would have showed guys, up to his grad guys, as a drive through grad. On that note, I went to I went to Taco Bell the other day, and they were out of Baja Blast. It was ridiculous. Why would you even go then? Honestly. Yeah. It would just cancel your order. Well, I was already in the drive through There was I, – I ha- well, obviously, I'm, I'm there, but ridiculous. But yeah, drive through. <laughs> Drive through grad, it's convenient, you know. Sounds know, good to me. Right? Is is Spronk still going to be able to do his grad speech through the drive through grad, yeah. or is, are we gonna? It, do we make like a podcast episode of it of him t- saying his grad speech? <laughs> well, I mean, you could. I don't know how many versions he's got going, but right now he's supposed to do it at the live stream. So we'll see, I guess. Well, wait, what? It's a live stream. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. So a live why don't stream. we ask? Why don't we ask our listeners, send in an email to the Fazette and Friends uh, email. See if you want Mr. Spronk still to do it. Um, obviously, just if just send in millions of emails because I want to see Spronk's uh, speech. I want to hear it. Spronk, just so you know, if it's live, I can't go in there and edit out all the crazy things you say. So, That's, Yeah, those kids who voted for me thinking it would be a funny speech. If I have to read it, it's going to sound like Buffy's speech every day. Tough, yeah, it's, tough for me to get through. It's horrible. Yeah. Well, but what we could do, okay, because Latursky and I are a bit sour on this. Uh, we threw our name into the presidential grad race hat and we came up short. But 
um, maybe going into next year, since you're already planning for next year's grad, maybe the Fazette and Friends podcast throws it in there. Maybe <laughs> us three get a live on podcast, live podcast at grad for 2021. I think we could do it. That sounds with our headsets, awesome. just like I'm this. actually for for all those listeners that have no idea who I am, which I'm guessing is none, because I'm assuming they come here for me. But I, I guess when I pull up there, they're going to be like, yeah, Mr. Sprock with the speech. You know how many like of the academic kids are going to be like, who the heck yeah. is Mr. Why Sprock? Is... What's going on? So many angry parents. Like, But don't worry. they Miss <laughs> Jansen is also going to be there to save this speech. So I'm she, going in on yeah. Friday to talk with her. I'll be nice. asking why Santa Claus is on the stage. Yeah, I'll shave. I'll yeah. shave. Right? Um, you know what? We, we threw out a instagram question poll uh, and we did get some questions back so uh Latursky, we're gonna kind of fire you some questions that kids asked um you answered okay. a few of them but you never know uh, you might be able to get some other ones but uh the first one is will people other than grade 12s be able to watch uh that's a good question i think i mean the live stream link will be only posted for our grade 12s like through school zone and google classroom so if you're a scona student and you'd like to watch um i think you could probably find it and you'd be welcome to watch um it's not going to be posted publicly though so i mean but if you want like uh like your grandparents for example to be able to to tune in from wherever they're at or other family members or something like absolutely you can share the link with them so that they can participate in your grad the way um we're doing it this year nice that kind of leads into this it, it kind of is a, a second question but it goes yeah it uh it, I, I, one student asked if you can watch it in a different country which essentially you just answered there is just yeah. getting maybe family members or friends to share the link or, you know what, maybe yeah. the Fazette and Fred's podcast will leak the link or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I think that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So there was another question here about performances, and it's pretty specific. Uh, but it says, for those who want to perform, do our performances have to be less than two minutes? Or do you only want to hear a part of the song uh, that is under two minutes for auditions? Oh, yeah. Good question. And uh, the second one. So for your audition, uh, the clip that you upload for us on Google Classroom, we'd appreciate if that's under two minutes. Uh, but your actual performance in the live stream can definitely be the the full song. And we like I was saying before, we've got some flexibility with that. So we uh, if you audition um, we've got uh, we can set it up as um you can come to school and be filmed as part of the live stream, or you could potentially record in advance and we could cut in the recording in a different way. So um, lots of different ways to do it. And if you're interested, I would just like really encourage everyone to throw your name out there to be part of this because I think it is a really unique grad. It's definitely going to be memorable for you. And it's something that you as the class of 2020, like kind of worldwide have in common that um, you will have had these like completely new totally different grad ceremonies. And I think that's a cool opportunity to be involved in. It definitely uh, makes this class unique. Mr. Van Jinhoven posted something the other day. He said what the school was open in 1908 and uh, never have, have they closed the school. That's, that's two wars, two big wars. You got like nine 11 and stuff and the school's never been closed. So it's a pretty unique group. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think something that's cool is that this memory is now going to be just uh, 
completely in its original form on the internet forever. Like there, that memory is always going to be there. I think that's really cool. Um, because obviously at the Jubilee, you have your cell phone cameras and stuff like that and little snippets, but you don't have like the whole complete picture there forever. And I think that's really cool is these students will always be able to look back on that. I think that's neat. Yeah. yeah. Like I find that super interesting. I, I'm going to date myself here in the sense I graduated high school in 2005 um, and I got my grad on a CD and you know what? I have no idea where that is. So there you go. At least them, they'll be able to sit back and maybe look back on a few years. And, and I did, I talked to a couple grade 12s and they are in a super unique situation. And I think the grade 12 population is one that is probably hurt the most at Scona this year is they got Bikeathon taken away. They got grad taken away. They got, they got like a lot of like the second semester is a big kind of big finish line for a lot of these grade 12s and a lot of it got taken away. So I think by offering them a bit of grad and a bit of just something for them to attach onto is huge. And like I said, it's one moment in history that they'll remember forever. And I think every kind of generation has their big moment in history. Right. So I think this is their big moment, but yeah, for sure. Um, I think so too. I, sorry, Mr. Buffy. I wanted to say one other thing, cause uh, something a lot of students have been asking me about is like, um, are we going to be able to do something in the fall? Like, is, is that on the table? And I just want to say that like, yes, it's definitely on the table and it's definitely something that we've been thinking about and continuing to work on. And because, uh, like you said, like lots of things have been lost by our grade twelves this uh, this year, and so we we want to be able to celebrate with them all together as a class and have that sense of community kind of brought back together. And we definitely understand and recognize how important that is. Um, so we're really hoping to be able to do something like that in the fall when the like health regulations will permit us to. So just for every, all the grads out there to know that that's something we're thinking about and planning for um, as best we can. Um, right now, I'm really focused on just doing doing a really good job of virtual grad and drive-through grad and all of that part um, because there is we can't really plan too far ahead, but it's definitely in the plans for the fall or whenever that becomes possible. So just know that that's coming and it's definitely on our minds. Is the, I assume the grad committee still helping you out with all this or, or, yeah, or is it absolutely. just you? No, for sure. Grad exec is still hundred percent involved, um, and helping out with lots of stuff. And Mrs. Woodruff has been, uh, super key to making sure that lots of stuff gets done and helping me through all of this. So I'm definitely not doing it alone and would not be able to do it alone at all. How many kids are on that grad exec? Uh, we have eight this year. It, it's eight pretty tops. big this year. Shout out to the grad exec. Yeah, shout out to the yeah, grad exec. Definitely. You're going to have to share the podcast link with them now, though, so they can hear that That'll shout out, though. So we got eight more viewers, eight more listeners. <laughs> I will. It's double it's all, it's all a long game. This was just a plan to get more listeners the whole time. Exactly. <laughs> um, well, we're going to finish up with the last two kid questions. You actually just answered one of them. Was what uh, The question was, what is the in-person gathering in the fall going to look like? And I think you just answered that pretty much. Um, and the last one, it's, it was kind of a fun one. I liked it. Uh, that's why we're going to add it in. You might not know the answer, but one listener wrote in, what is the most popular dress color? Oh, you know what? 
grad dresses are really interesting because there's definitely trends and it changes each year. So I think that like the most popular color is really different each year. Like over the four, like this will be my fourth year at Skona. Like you can definitely see a change. Like one year, the like two piece dresses were really in style. So there, so I don't know if that's a two piece dress or if that's like a shirt and a skirt. I don't know, but that was really, that was the thing. Last year, there was a lot of students that had prints on their dresses, like floral prints or geometric prints and stuff. Yeah. That was different. I know that like the year that I graduated, um, there was a lot of like really bright, rich kind of colors. And then there was other years where it's a lot of like pastels and more like, I don't know, springtime colors, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I don't have like a, a firm answer. I think every year changes a lot. Yeah. I will give you this though, that the, uh, the grad fashion has changed immensely since I graduated. Like I remember a couple years ago too, you mentioned like the Disney princess style dress where it was big and, and really flowy was in, but my year, oh man, like first off the guys, we did, uh, tuxes everyone. I remember going down to Dirk's formals, renting a tuxedo, right? Spronk white. You might've been in the same boat. Um, Grad dresses, we, I was in the unfortunate duct tape phase. So we had like four or five girls duck, like have a duct tape dress for grad, nice. you know, it was, it was all cool like that. So I got to give it to the props to the the girls and the guys out there. They, the style has stepped up. That is for sure. Yeah. It's definitely gotten better. <laughs> yeah. You just alluded uh, to it, uh, Miss Letursky, but you are a graduate of Skona High School. True fact. Class of 2006. 2006. Ooh. Great year. Yeah. Solid. Shout out to 2006. There's another oh, eight six. listeners. Yeah. I'm going to have to find <laughs> yeah. a yearbook photo. We'll, we'll track down the yearbook photo. It's like I can see it from my, not the photo, but the yearbook is like across the room from me. Stare at it every day. <laughs> Just oh, trying to relive. Is that why you're a teacher? You're trying to relive your high school experience? Uh no (laughs) that's what i'm doing yeah oh we actually you know what we never addressed that email on the podcast but there was an email that actually attached a photo of of buffy's graduation picture yeah do you want to know who that was from and it was from a grad exec (laughs) (laughs) and it and it said uh there's a conspiracy theory floating around that uh buffy is is trying to uh I guess make up for in some ways his high school experience by uh, by by teaching. Can you confirm or deny this conspiracy theory, Mr. Buffy? Um, I, you know what? If <laughs> I, I I want to deny it, but all the evidence leads to like the confirmation of it. If you look at my grad photo, which can be found, I'm an Ainley grad. Everyone, insert booze now. You can yeah. even put like a boo track over that wow. or something. Um. But if you find it, it is it is in the hallways there, along with a few others that are not too proud of. Um, but I did have frosted tips, uh, and <laughs> I currently have frosted tips, I guess you could say. Um, You've come full circle. Yeah, but to, uh, with my phys ed class this year, I had a phys ed 30 class. Every 30 class I teach, I really want to, and maybe Letursky, you can help me out with this. Uh, I am still trying to get a grad photo. I think I can sneak in and get a grad photo in the yearbook. What do you I, think? Yes. I think we can make that happen. I feel good about this. I feel okay. very uh, good about this. I, 
I'm going to have to chime in there. I doubt it because I had a photo and they would not accept it and they made me retake my staff photo. So good luck getting a grad photo in. Like, that was, the, get their staff that was the greatest staff photo of all time, arguably. It was so good. Yeah, it was. The fact know, that you right. turned a full 180 and then swung back, it literally looked like I imagined it looked like you were on a tire swing. That's what I imagined. And you were just kind of like looking back. <laughs> That's like, actually what it looks like. Buffy, I don't know why tire swing. Buffy, uh, that's why I bully you so much, just to make it feel like you're still in high school. I, I know what you're trying to do, so you're welcome, buddy. Hey, well, you hit it. You hit the nail right on the head there, because I was bullied in high school. Yes, I did move lockers three times. Did find pizza and applesauce in one of my lockers. It was not, it's not a great time of life. Was it? Or, was it pizza with white sauce? No, it was normal pizza. It oh, because he called it pizza. Yeah, I called it pizza. I didn't call it a white sauce pizza but anyways that's other things uh Litursky, we do have a closing segment to this interview um okay but before we get into that uh i do want to touch on uh what is student services looking like uh lately with covid and kids obviously not being in school i noticed you opened up the google classroom for it um I know I posted and I got some uh, comments that kids really enjoy having that access to it. So what does that look like? Awesome. Yeah. I mean, that was a huge change for us, obviously, like it is for everyone. But in some ways, um, I mean, student services is kind of unique in that we typically work one on one anyways. So if you come in to see me or Mr. Ward or Mr. McKady, uh, you get an appointment to just speak with one of us in uh, one on one about whatever's going on. If that's something academic, if it's related to a course, if it's related to university or if it's related to something personal that's going on for you. Um, so in a sense, uh, being able to work from home hasn't changed that very much. Uh, we've been able to connect with students uh, on the phone, on Google Meet, um, and provide uh, all the same sort of information and uh, counseling that we would normally be able to provide. Um, and I've been finding it actually works pretty well. Like I was a little skeptical at the beginning because uh, talking to people on a screen is not the same as, as talking to people in person, but I think it's still uh, been a really good way of us connecting with students and for students to be able to connect with us and just have um, a bit of a connection to school and those resources that they were are typically able to access from student services. So um, yeah, I think it's been going pretty well. We also use the classroom to post tons of resources. So um, when we're working, we're all at home working from home, um, it's good to just know that there's other places that we can go to get some of those resources we might need. So we try to make our Google Classroom a place where you can access that. So if you're uh, feeling a little worried about something or experiencing some anxiety, uh, there's resources for that. Or if you're trying to come up with a good routine for yourself at, at home, um, coming up with a schedule to work on your schoolwork and do your other things, um, there's some resources for that. We've also been posting like updates from all the universities as they send them to us. So any changes to their admissions policies, scholarships, residence applications, all that kind of stuff because um, lots of them have been making adjustments for COVID as well. Uh, you can find that all on our Google Classroom too. So yeah, if you haven't checked it out yet, I, I would encourage you to give it a look and see if there's anything you might need. Awesome. Uh, for those who want to check it out, uh, can you share with us the classroom code or maybe oh, yeah. send us an email and we'll post it to the podcast bio? Yeah, for sure. I can send it. It's also, it's I-V-A-Z-R-M-O. Uh, and you can find it on the student services uh, Instagram as well, which is at SCONA student services. 
um, just to have a plug for some more followers there. Um, we also use that to post uh, resources and, and fun stuff too. So uh, yeah, definitely connect with us. Awesome. Well, that's going to take us into a brand new segment. This is You're the first to do this. The first, and we could possibly be the only, but we're going to see how this works. It is called <laughs> This or That with Mr. Oh. White. Okay. So Mr. White, uh, so take it away. We have come up with 14 questions, and these have been scientifically designed to help our listeners get to know you better. Uh, we believe that at the end of these questions, they will know you perfectly. Um, based on based on the content of these questions. So uh, the rules for you, uh, you, all you need to do is listen and answer. It's going to be rapid fire. It's going to be two options. You need to pick one or the other. Uh, you can't think about it too hard and you can't elaborate after. You just got to pick one of the, one of the two. Um, we can kind of, after we can kind of maybe break down some of your answers, but in the moment we're just going. So uh, I'm going to start- Break down, meaning Spronk's going to- Make yeah, Spronk's going to- Some of your answers. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's- there is did a prize. She gets an athletics t-shirt out of this. Did we get the uh, Mr. Lube Mr. Lube oil change gift certificates for this? Yeah, and one free oil change to Mr. Lube in the north. And a Fized and Friends a Fizzed and Friends t-shirt. Okay. I don't Just need kidding. that. I can, I can do an oil change by myself. I don't need your uh gift card, but that's okay. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so I am going to uh start the ticker and then we will start. It's 14 questions. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Pepsi or Coke? Coke. Pancakes or waffles? Waffles. Cats or dogs? Cats. French or Spanish? Spanish. Lions or tigers? Tigers. Fruits or vegetables? Fruits. Bagels or toast? Bagels. Sweet or salty? Sweet. Mountains or the beach? The beach. Friends or Seinfeld? Friends? Burger King or McDonald's? McDonald's. Red sauce or white sauce on pizza? Red sauce. Taco Bell or Taco Time? Taco Bell. Uh, Mountain Dew or Fresca? Fresca. There you go. You just uh, okay, you that's we all know. We know you perfectly as a human being now, so. And she played the cards. Yeah, so cards that she didn't ever listen to an episode. Yeah. Um, so there's a few things. One, white. You could probably edit out the one where she said friends because we all know that's a lie. I haven't friends watched either of them. Oh, that's a tough one. I have not I watched either of them. Not a full really? episode of either one ever. Whoa. Really? Ooh, that's yeah. interesting. I'm impressed with the friends part. I'm disappointed with the Seinfeld. It's like it's legitimately um, on our list as like the next show we're gonna start watching. I promise, for real. What are you watching Friends right or now? Seinfeld. Uh, Seinfeld. Uh, right now, I uh, just uh, downloaded the entire eleven se- seasons of Mash because that's nice. like- oh yeah, that's a classic. <laughs> well done. We we've reached well that point of quarantine. Um, oh, this man. is like something that my parents always watch, and so it's like hugely nostalgic. And it's like the perfect thing to just put on in the background and just like let it play. Great choice. Uh, I'm on uh, a spronk hot take is mash is terrible. Wow. Wow. Well, everyone's entitled yeah. to their opinion. Yeah. I'm watching yeah. New Girl right now, so 
Excellent show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was a little bit disappointed with your choice of pizza sauce, but that's okay. Uh, my other two friends here will be with you on that. I did you appreciate do... that you picked Taco Bell over Taco yeah. Time. That is not close. Well done. I don't. I. And. Uh, I think I've been to Taco Bell. I don't know that I have ever gone to Taco Time. Where is the closest Taco Time? The uh, <laughs> Southgate Food Court, I want to say. Yeah, Southgate Food Court. <laughs> is it? Yeah. I like yeah. I whatever no ball. Idea. So if you're a grad exec, if you're a grad exec, maybe a, a nice thank you to Miss Latursky and all the work she's doing is take her to Taco Time at Southgate. <laughs> <laughs> what Amazing. a place. Taco Bell is infinitely better for a variety of reasons that I won't get into right now. But yeah. Future okay. podcast. Anyways, Miss um, Latursky, thank you. Thanks for being on the podcast. That was awesome. Thanks, guys. Yeah, this was pretty fun. It was not, not only a... the podcast, but thank you for the grad. That's a lot of work, and uh, that'd be a lot of extra stress right now. For so good job. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm absolutely. Here. Yeah, and I know. I know you're working really hard. I know it's consuming a lot of your time, and you, you're just. You're 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 absolutely crushing it. So thanks so much for doing that. Yeah, thanks, thanks for guys. spending the time for being on the podcast. For sure. Thank you. Thanks for having right. me. This is fun. Sweet. We'll see you later. See Bye. Ya. Uh, awesome to have Miss Latursky on the podcast, guys. That was uh, an amazing interview. I, I actually very informative. A lot about grad that I didn't know about, and uh, you know what? I think some of the stuff in there we can make happen, like getting ourselves to do the grad speech maybe next year. A little. Fazette and Friends uh, grad speech. I think that'd live be real. Live episode taping. Oh, exactly. With a live audience. You know, we can, instead of having to put in these laugh tracks like we do in here, we can actually have real laughs. The uh, the whole Friends and Cats Over Dogs thing kind of threw me, though. I, I don't remember the rest of the interview. I'm not sure it was any good anymore. Well, well, I'm she excited had a, for this and that with our future guests. I know. Well. I th- I thought it was a great segment. Uh, the the cat one, the the friends one threw me too. She kind of squinted. I was like, and said friends. I was like, ooh. But the fact that she didn't, she talked about how she hasn't seen any. It's it's okay. She, I'll throw the uh, Seinfeld anthology in her school mailbox, and she'll learn pretty quick. Well, and, in fairness, Friends is arguably the most popular sitcom of all time. I mean, Seinfeld, I know that's a debate, but... Uh, I disagree. I disagree 100%. And now I think Office probably... Tick- yeah, Office. Is Office... Tick- Does that count as a sitcom, I guess? Office was kind of a new... Yeah. Well, there's no laugh if tracks. We are, if we are speaking of Seinfeld, yeah. though, uh, sad news in the Seinfeld world is uh, um, Jerry, Jerry Stiller, Stiller passed away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Father of obviously Ben Stiller, but if you are not a Seinfeld nerd like myself and Spronk, um, he was George Costanza's dad in this in the series, and uh, he was amazing. So that's a kind of a sad loss. He he was he was an older gentleman. So tip tip of the hat and a festivus for the rest of us. A festivus to the rest of us. Yes. And, you know who uh, else died? Who else died? What? You know who else died? Double Rainbow Ooh. guy. What? No way. Really? Double Rainbow. He's only 57. Wow. I bet what you that goes over, over a lot of kids' heads. You think Double Rainbow's? Yeah. A, a oh, they got to know. If they were ever in one of my science classes, they'd definitely know Double Rainbow. <laughs> they should know what Double Rainbow is. I used to make PowerPoints, and then I would just, in the middle of whatever lesson, it would just pop up with three doors. <laughs> and I would tell them they have to pick a door, and it would just be some random YouTube video. 
That's awesome. One, one of them was just every single one was Double Rainbow. Because <laughs> I'm like, you have to see Double Rainbow. That's my of course you thing. do. And if you played, do you guys play Borderlands? This is going to show my nerdiness here. Borderlands 2 had like a, you'd find like a tape. There'd be like this, there was this tent on this, this kind of cliff. And then you find the tape and you play the tape. And it was a dude just saying the exact same things this Double Rainbow Double guy was Rainbow. saying. And Double then it showed Rainbow. a Double Rainbow. Yeah, <laughs> he starts crying. That guy was so you guys high. are very confused right now. Uh, just go on YouTube and search Double Rainbow. Yeah, the search first the Double up. Rainbow. Well, you have to do the Shmoyoyo remix or whatever. The song. <laughs> Play the song. So much better. Um, yeah, I think we got a couple emails to get to. Before we get to those, though, uh, I, I do want to say um, we did get one email questioning the fact that we have more than two viewers, as we allude to in previous episodes. So... Yeah. Uh, looking at our count, I'm actually going to set the record straight. We average about 30 listeners per podcast and we'd like that to go up. And we even tried to get it to go up last week by getting you involved with emails and Instagram posts and stuff. And guess what? We got two emails and one, I pretty much just read about how we have more than two listeners, so we do have yeah. more than two listeners. Well, in like fairness, so we have a couple episodes with that are in triple digits for listens. Like we have a few episodes that have well over a hundred listens. Um, Buffy kept playing them while well played. Videos. Yeah, I just but Nora, thoughts. Nora called us rude for that. Well, Nora, yeah. you need more on, friends. On, on behalf of a to... few people, we find it kind of rude that you think only two people listen to this podcast. <laughs> well. Well, I guess we do appreciate your loyalty though. We do. And yeah. if you know what, if you continue to learn to listen, maybe that, that could be, we're going to try to reward our loyal listeners with maybe a for for Zed and friends podcast t-shirt. I know we're in the makings of getting these t-shirts and uh, we're going to give those to our loyal listeners. I'm not, yeah, maybe, maybe some giveaways. Hold on fellas. Unless we get a sponsorship, uh, I'm not putting any of my own money down. What about okay, maybe we mon- factor? Maybe sport we do monetize. <laughs> Talk to Harvey. Yeah. yeah, you know what? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. We could we could actually get pull a shirt out of Harvey. Sport Factor Inc. <laughs> uh, and I just ordered monet- a lot of stuff from him. Maybe we monetize the podcast just to get Fizzed and Friends swag. I want a mug. Yeah, I really want a mug. It's I like, actually hey, designed a mock-up I... of a mug. I I hey, rep but... a shirt. I would walk around school with a shirt. I think so far. Uh, the front runner to win the shirt would probably be Zoe oh. who emailed again with uh, some actually good topics. She's got some good topics and her mom listens to John Mayer. So I would throw her a shirt just for that. Yeah. Um, She's a regular, but, she sends day uh, weekly emails. Actually. We appreciate yeah, that. That's huge. Buffy, she says that she was biking <laughs> with a friend, I believe Haley social distancing, of course. And she said that she saw you shirtless playing basketball outside of Allendale and they were going to come up to you, but then as soon as you were done shooting around, you uh, took out a cigarette and lit a, lit one up. That old puff puff of the cigarette. Not a vape. Like no, old school cigarette. Like old he, school he's a millennial. He smokes. That's what millennials yeah. do. Camel. Um, Zoe, uh, I read this email as well, and I got a chuckle out of it. And I, I do have to set the record straight. It Unfortunately, it was not me. Um, playing because you were at McKernan that day. You're playing at McKernan. <laughs> I was at McKernan. Yeah, I change up where I sh- shoot hoops. 
And you're trying to quit. You're trying to quit smoking, so you vape now. (laughs) No, I want to set the record straight. I do not smoke or vape, Um, but I do avidly look for uh, community basketball hoops, and I have one criteria: they have to have that metal chain mesh. Oh, that noise! uh, That noise! Psychotically dangerous, and it just—it's that clink of that chain that when you when you drain a bucket, a big swish. You guys, you get your finger did, caught in there. It's game over. Game over. Did I? Those are, those are called street trophies. Did I tell you guys this story about the chain mesh? Which I don't think I can prove. Did I say this on the podcast already? Have we been doing no. it this long that we I forget the story? This is the first time we've talked about a chain mesh. We had a listen. I had the. I grew up in the north side, um, and we had the most ghetto hoop. My dad made it out of a ping pong table that we definitely didn't pay for, but he made it out of a ping pong table, put a rim on it, and then we had a chain mesh. And I was shooting from the alley, like from half my alley, and draining threes. And I set up a board that it would come back to me because I'm such a great shooter. But it actually, I shot one shot, and it went in like NBA Jam. The thing just went up in flames. The thing fell right off. And I threw <laughs> yeah. my hands in the air. I was the only one there. I can't prove it. You can call me a liar, but this actually did happen. It was the greatest shooting moment of my life, and I, and no one ever saw it. But it was awesome. And then I had no mesh, which was terrible. See, that's where the tough thing, you came in an era where not everything was being videotaped, so we can't even prove if it's true. Which nowadays, everybody just videotapes everything and they they find the truth, so. Um, Hey, Matt. I created a basketball game back in the day, too, but I'll let White go. Sometimes ballers have got a ball. One of the best things I ever saw is uh, when I lived in Florida, you'd be surprised a lot of the things you hear about Florida are actually quite true. Um, but I was in a trailer park in Florida, long story. Uh, but I, somebody had actually just taken a basketball rim and just nailed it to a tree. They just nailed this yeah, rim buddy. to a tree. And that was their, I, I don't like, it was wild. Uh, not improvise, I, I don't like not a friendly backboard, obviously being it, it being that it, like there was no backboard, just a rim. So the, the tree became the backboard. Like somebody yeah, just I bet you, I bet you the owner of that is probably now one of the best shooters in the NBA because all he had to do, he had to just make shots. He can't rely on a backboard. backboard is underutilized. Straight, straight hoop. I tell can my we, players all the just, time, stop, use the backboard, please. Can we just use a, can we just use that for our title of the episode this week? Just throw everybody off. Sometimes ballers got a ball. Sometimes ballers got a ball. Clickbait. I, that, uh, I created a basketball that? game when I was younger uh, that included rollerblades. It was rollerblade basketball. It was highly dangerous, um, but it was super fun. And especially when you did it on a driveway that had a slant on it, because most most driveways do. Uh, yeah, rollerblades my basketball ball. pro. And honestly, this I swear this happened. You guys can laugh all you want, but I did get a pair of Jordans when I was like, 12 years old and i kid you not the first day i wore them i actually dunked on my outside basketball hoop and i was like oh my god this jordan's gotta be the shoes gotta be the shoes it's gotta be the shoes it's gotta be the shoes so i had a pair of jordan 11s in high school they were the worst shoes i've ever owned man my feet bled every day like they never got used to them they're terrible well that's what i liked about the jordan documentary when he played his last game in madison square gardens he wore yeah. the jordan ones he's like my feet are bleeding these are so uncomfortable yeah man that was me every day and i didn't return them because i love jordan so much so i was like no i'm sticking with oh, exactly. it exactly 
you know what the one of the best shoes ever those were the and one Allen Iversons. Oh, those things were money. <laughs> and one. <laughs> that place that place is done, right? That's the fun. Oh yeah, that's yeah. I think they died when the mixtape on the and one mixtape yeah, died. Too. But yeah, I still follow the professor on YouTube. He's got he's got some Oh he cool still yeah, he does does like celebrity things at Venice Beach, doesn't he? Well, he does like a lot of one on one. He'll like go to prisons and stuff and play prisoners and Yeah. He's good. Good dude. Anyways, Anyways. um <laughs> Let's get some emails flowing here. I know uh, we have a we have a bot. We actually turned down the settings of the AI to allow uh, um, things to be more sent emails. to us. <laughs> more yeah. emails. Maybe it was, it was maybe too high of alert. But uh, the big thing is is keep listening. And as White said, we're now on iTunes, so you're going to be able to find Fazet and Friend podcast. And I'm so happy What's to say the this sentence wherever you listen to your podcast so that could be spotify or itunes it is going to be there uh gentlemen solid episode i'm super pumped to uh kind of see the feedback about grad i know that was super exciting let's White. uh i'm just thinking here we should start reading just the spam messages and the we have any spam sure, we, don't no, even, no. we don't even get spam to that account it's terrible <laughs> yeah <laughs> And plus, our bot moderates everything so much. I had to. I, I talked to the bot. He's going to moderate a bit less so we get better content. Oh, so you, so you talk to your friend? Yeah, More the, blue. yeah my, my best friend in the whole world, the Fizet friend bot. Your Fizet friend bot content. is the head best friend in the whole world. Yeah, that's my. Anyways, best friend gentlemen. In the world. Yeah, I'm out of here. A pleasure. All right. Audio. See you later. Hey, Spronk, say something so I can cut you off with the outro music, please. Okay. So